three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is Hunter here. Hope you guys are having a good start to your week. So, I am flying solo today, and I am talking about a movie that will be, <laughs> uh, be not definitely not the feel-good movie of the year, but to, to be honest, I, I think you'll leave the theater feeling better than a lot of people would, would think. And the movie I'm talking about here is The Hate You Give. Which, I'll be honest, going into this, I went, ooh, I'm really nervous. And not because I thought it was going to be bad or anything, but just because I knew it was going to be a very emotional movie. Uh, this is directed by a George Tillman Jr., who not only did this movie, which is just, I'll get to how I feel about it, but he did Roll Balance, which I actually thought was good. He did Soul Food, uh, writer, uh, writer and director on that. He's done... Uh, all three barbershop movies, which, despite what some people might think, the first and the third one are actually really good. And then, of course, he did uh, he did Notorious, which, meh, and he did Faster, starring uh, Dwayne Johnson, which I actually personally like. I think I think it's a fun uh, sort of uh, kind of throwback to '90s action. But this movie stars uh, Amanda Sten- uh, Stenberg, who I will get to in a moment. She plays Star Carter, and she's getting raised by uh, her parents, uh, Lisa Carter, Regina Hall. Which, if you're, you know, if you've watched black film, you've seen Regina Hall in everything. I most recently Girls Trip, and Russell Hornsby, who plays Maverick Carter. Who so Maverick is a former member of the Black Panther Party, and they live. Uh, they're in Atlanta, if memory serves correctly. I can't. I blinking on the. I'm blinking on the city. Uh, on the city name. But I apologize for that. But, uh, Star really is kind of playing that role that a lot of black people have to play. The when you're around black folk, you're down. You know, you're the blackest version of yourself. But then she goes to a private school. On the good side of town, uh, I, I think it's about 20 minutes, uh, 20, 30 minutes away from the, quote, ghetto, unquote, that they live in. And she has to be, as she puts it, star 2.0, which it, which is something that I'll get to in a moment. So when she witnesses one, her, her childhood friend get shot in front of her, she rightfully so goes, oh my god, what 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 the hell is going on uh, shot by a cop by the way and i think what's so interesting about this is that this movie doesn't how do i put this this movie doesn't come out and say all cops are evil or anything like that because i feel that i feel like that's what a lot of people are uh, who may not think there is a problem even though <laughs> that there is this movie doesn't paint all cops in a bad light. What it really does say is, as a black person, there are separate rules that you have to follow. The movie opens up with Maverick and 
uh, Lisa, uh, Re- uh, Russell Hornsby and Regina Hall's characters respectfully, it opens with them giving a star as a kid and and uh, her brothers uh, her brother seven giving them the talk that you know if you're black you've you've had the talk about how if you're stopped by a cop what do you do and they tell they tell them look you put your hands well, the cops can see him you lay him flat you don't move and to start off the movie i think not only is that brave on the movie's part, but it really does lay its cards out on the table very early and let you know, hey, this is where we're going. You know, if you're not comfortable with this, you might want to leave now. And the movie never lets up in that sense because it is looking at a very real issue. And while I we could go through, you know, we could go through the Trayvon Martins and hell, go all the way back to Emmett Teal and uh, that that uh, that black kid, I believe in. New York, who uh, that uh, that white woman said that he, you know, she he grabbed her ass and he just grazed against her, and um, the the brother who got followed up by the uh, white tenant when he was just trying to go to his to, to his home. I mean, it's it's really timely when this comes out because there have been all these things that happened recently where you go, okay, the movie's kind of making a valid point here because of all the stuff that's been happening this movie i really do believe is gonna ruffle some feathers because there are people who think you know there's nothing wrong with the system and i think that's the thing that the movie above all else if you leave with nothing else taken from this movie it's not saying all cops are bad it is saying that there is a systematic problem that goes way deeper than just the ghetto where and i'll share a story real quick myself when i was 14 my girlfriend at the time we went to and i grew up in pismo beach in in case you guys are first time listeners you know this is a very nice you know nice area it's definitely not the ghetto and i remember being out with my girlfriend at the time on friday night and this cop comes up to me and goes oh are you okay miss and she goes yeah and a cop says, oh, I just want to make sure you guys were together and just walked away. And I remember later that night talking to my mom about it and going, is this always going to be how it is? And her telling me, I, I hope not, but I can't tell you that it won't be. And I remember that just breaking my heart, being 15, going, oh, my God, this is how I'm always going to be viewed. And honestly, the thing about this, when Star witnesses the murder... She tries to film it on her phone when she sees her friend, her shadow friend, get shot, and the cop yells, put your phone down. And so later on, when she's being questioned, oh, you didn't record this or anything? You know, it does point to the fact that, you know, yeah, cell phones have cameras on them, but we're not, black folks aren't always allowed to use them. What is interesting is one of the many things uh, that this movie points out and and it points out a lot that i think is really gonna hit some people it uh there's a point i believe it's uh her uh, i think i believe it's her dad uh who says it uh maverick but he points out the fact that you know what what uh what society gives us as kids fucks us up as adults and i think they say the i think they say fuck 
maybe twice in this movie. I feel like they got away with more than one for a PG uh, for a, a PG thirteen movie. But then again, this could have been R. I feel like it almost had to be R. Oh no, it's PG thirteen. Okay, that's huh, all right. But what's interesting about this though is that he is coming from that almost that militant sort of Malcolm X sort of vibe, you know, by any means necessary. I mean, he's a black, he's a former Black Panther. He does come from that that sort of mindset. And Regina King's character, uh, Lisa, she's coming from more of the MLK Jr. sort of vibe. The sense of, you know, you educate yourself, but you don't be violent. And Maverick, it's really interesting as parents to see them kind of go back and forth and kind of really struggle with how to raise their kids because they want... They want to go ahead and, you know, give them the best life but and make sure they're informed. But at the same time, you don't want the, your kids being naive. Uh, one thing that I found really interesting as far as talking about the ghetto itself, they're t uh, uh, I, I can't remember what character says it, but they say the system is rigged so that black people fall in this trap of, you know, selling dope and, and, and trapping. And... You know, we're told that that's all we can do and that's all, that's our only way out. But then there's a point where, you know, you're 10 years down the road and you're still doing the same thing and, and not making any headway. And what's so interesting about that is that Maverick, being a former gang member, you find out his affiliation with uh, King, who's played by Anthony Malk uh, Mackey. This is what uh, uh, Sam Wilson did before the Daniel Snap. But you, you find out their history. And some of the best scenes in the movie are between King and Maverick, uh, especially later on in the movie. And I, I, I will leave it at that. Um, this movie really does come from that perspective of, as a, as a black community, just as a community, hell, what can we do to not only hold police accountable, but how can we educate ourselves? And Star is in a really bad situation because she doesn't want to be known as that girl who saw uh, her friend get killed. She's trying to move on. She's trying to be Star 2.0 and, and really kind of not push us aside, but move on from it. She doesn't want it to define her. And there is a point where her dad just tells her, look, you know, you you were not born, uh, named Star by accident. You know, he tells her that, he tells her that, look, we gave you that name for a reason. You're supposed to shine and you're supposed to go ahead and, and you're supposed to go ahead and, and shine bright and be a reflection of the black community. There's a lot of violence in this movie, especially towards the end. And I'll say it involves a fire. And I'll just leave it at, at that. There, the the thing that is just heartbreaking about this is that when the black community rallies uh, around Star and rallies around this whole, uh, the, the whole murder that occurs, it really does show how black people, unfortunately, how some of us not only take advantage of the situation as far as, as looting and destroying things, but how just as a people, how we're just, how strong we are as far as dealing with things like this that I think at points can break any community but the black community I, I've been really proud to see how things like Trayvon Martin have you know how things like that have led to the Black Lives Matter movement and 
how we are continuing to educate the world and trying to go ahead and push through for change. And I think the thing about this movie, too, is that it says it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a thing that will be ongoing probably as long as we're here, to, to, to be totally honest. <coughs> There's a scene between Star and one of her friends from school who is being very naive, at first is being naive to the fact that, well, you know, uh, they get in this argument about her friend getting shot, but no one knows that Star was that person. And, you know, she goes, oh, the cops, the, the cop has a family, that, that, that poor cop getting, you know, harassed and death threats. And Star goes from Star 2.0 to regular Black Star in <laughs> Black Star, one of my favorite groups. And there's a scene for Hairbrush that I will not spoil. That I just, I, got, I had goosebumps running up and down my arm. I went, oh my god, that is an intense scene. And there's there's a scene with Maverick and his kids. And then talking about the Black Panther Party that I also won't spoil because I just found it so powerful. This is going to sound like a an unfair <laughs> sort of complaint. But I, I have to point this out. I think Amanda uh, uh, Stenberg, uh, I believe that's how you say her name, she was in, of course, The Hunger Games. She played Rue. Uh, she was in The Darkest Minds, which... Uh, and she was actually... Uh, she was starring in Everything, Everything as Maddie. And I actually... I really liked Everything, Everything. Uh, don't, don't tell anyone. But <laughs> I thought she was really great in this. Do not get me wrong. The thing is, when you see Maverick, and you see Lisa, and you see her brother, you go, she should be darker. And this is based on a book, too. And the girl on the cover of the book, too, uh, by Andrew Thomas, the girl on the cover is really dark. I mean, she's really dark. So seeing, I think it would have hit a little better, even though I think this movie hits... And really does fire on all cylinders for the most part. I think it really would have hit a little stronger if it had someone who was darker skinned. And I know some people are going to be irritated by that. And that's fine. I will say too, as I mentioned in the Hunter Killer review, uh, Common is in this. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, Common is in this. And he uh, plays Uncle Carlos, who works for the police department, and he and Star have a, a conversation about how we live in a complicated world, and she sh shoots back with, uh, retorts back with, it doesn't seem that complicated to me, and that scene right there bumped this movie half a letter grade up for me, because I thought the scene was so well acted, and it also touches on the last thing I'll say here, uh, Star has a white boyfriend who's played by KJ Appa, uh, who plays Chris, and this dude, I, I, I saw him in A Dog's Purpose, I remember he was in it for a little bit, I thought he was just great, and he's, he's Archie from Riverdale, I knew he looked familiar, good grief, but he's, he's amazing in this, and he's in a real, kind of shitty situation from, uh, the white person perspective and I appreciate the fact that this movie while it does say hey we there is a systematic problem with cops the way that Maverick responds to Star when he is introduced to her white boyfriend it does play on the prejudice that I think that 
black people do have sometimes with, you know, a white man dating a white woman, and especially uh, the the flip too. I think it goes both ways, but a white guy dating a black woman, I don't think you see that a lot in film, especially the prejudice behind it. I mean, my mom is married to a white guy, and I'm dating a white I'm dating a white woman right now, so I've seen both sides and so i was really happy that the movie did have the guts to go okay you know we're being fair here across the board anthony mackie's king as i kind of as i kind of wrap up here he he's such a he's such a dick but in that way that he's a believable dick and towards the at the beginning of the movie he has a connection to star that again i'll i'll kind of save for you guys to figure out on your own but near the end of the movie he just turns genuinely diabolical and you're kind of warned about him through the whole movie going hey king is an asshole king's an asshole and at the end of the movie you really see just how as a film hits to its climax just what a genuine dickhead uh king is as i wrap up here guys I, I wanted to talk about this movie, but I wanted to be vague to an extent, too, because I really want people to not only see this movie, which you should if you haven't, but I really want people to go in and have... This will be something that you'll be able to talk about with people. I've already had people talk to me about this movie, and people who've read the book, and I didn't know this was a book until I, I left the theater. It, it's so well done and so well crafted, and I really think between another director or another screenwriter uh, uh rj wells who wrote um a dog's purpose she wrote beauty shop uh she wrote under the tuscan sun and directed that actually that's that's random and she wrote george of the jungle <laughs> that's okay and the truth about cats and dogs but very random filmography but she, this is the best film she's written i, I was just really impressed with how she was able to take such a complex matter and touch on so many different characters with their point of views. And yeah, this really will cause discussions, Lord willing, hopefully civil ones. And I, especially in the political climate that we're in, there's a lot to take away from this if you do let yourself be receptive to the film itself. So for me, I'm gonna give this a solid A. There a couple complaints that I mentioned. I, I I do think Star uh, again. I just her not being darker skinned. It 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 did bother me, especially just when you see her parents and how her brother looks. I went okay, movie. That's all right. But overall, though, this will probably be on my top ten, if not just miss it. But I'm gonna try really hard to make room for this because I think it deserves the recognition. So solid A for me. But. Guys, the hate you give. Have you seen it? Have you read the book? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. Give us, a, Go ahead and give us a rating, hopefully five stars. You can rate us and follow us on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music at The Real Pineapple. Go ahead and subscribe. Let us know what you think, how we can improve. You can like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at first. And follow Colin on Twitter at the real that's R-E-E-L O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this weekend for The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. We'll have a review up for Bohemian Rhapsody. Fingers crossed that that's great. And we'll have a review up as well for Nobody's Fool. New Tyler Perry movie. Good God, I don't want to see that. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.